seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Hebrews 4.14-16 Welcome to Living Jesus. My name is Chika Onyansi. And what we have just read is our text for today. And the topic is finding grace in time of need. Finding grace in time of need. There's a grace that is available for every situation, every challenge, every bottleneck, every storm that you go through. There's a grace that heaven has released for such a time. Now, the thing is being able to have access to that grace because therein lies your solution. Now, in the text that we just read, explains that we have a high priest. Of course, you know that the high priest is a person who stands as the intermediary or the, the middleman between the people and God um, regarding the things of God. He is the one who offers gifts and sacrifices on behalf of himself and the people unto God. Now, if you read the book of Hebrews, the Bible clearly explains that Jesus is our high priest. So that's the one that ever liveth to make intercession for you and I. And Bible says that he's been touched. He's a high priest that has been touched by the feeling of our infirmities, which means that Jesus knows where it hurts the most. That very thing that you think that nobody understands, very true. It's possible no one truly understands. But according to the word of God, there's no one that understands it better than Jesus does. Now, this should be something that you remember for every situation that you go through. Um, so that you don't run away from Jesus, you run to him. Because that's the one who understands what it is that you're going through. Now, the Bible didn't say we won't go through persecutions or trials. It didn't say that. It said we will go through them, but we will come out victorious. So, going through stuff going through challenges, going through situations, they are part of the Christian life. It's, it's part of what builds us up. Uh, we've, we've, we've dealt with uh, um, uh, episodes on that, you know, previous, uh, previous um, episodes on this platform, explaining what those challenges are, you know, why they come. Now, um, so they don't come to make you feel that God is not with you. No, they come to strengthen you. They come to to teach your hands to war. They come to make you mature. They, they, they come to make you experienced in the things of God. Now, how else? They come to try your faith, to test your loyalty. Now, and Bible is saying that the one who understands these things the most when you go through them, because he's already gone through them already, is Jesus Christ. Praise God. Now, the Bible goes on to say, that. So we, you and I have areas of weaknesses, which we call an infirmity. That's an area of weakness. It's an area of flaw. We're not perfect. But you see, in Christ Jesus, you and I are. Now, because of this imperfection, when you go through challenges, you, you don't have, you're not sovereign. 
you don't have all knowledge you don't have all wisdom even whatever it is the lord has given to you is in part so that you can depend on him and you can also get to depend on your brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus you see together we are all one now when you go through challenges the bible is saying that there's a corresponding grace that is required to overcome that situation so that means when you're going through any situation it means there's a grace there's a wisdom that you're lacking that you need see so rather than sit down and cry because that cry will not change anything in in fact that cry will only make the situation worse because you cry and then it's not like it's, the situation has changed you say cry and let it out cry and let it out but go and do something about it because that's where the healing starts the healing is not from crying and and god it doesn't respond to cry he responds to faith he responds to his word what he has said so it would it would be best that after you cry because crying only makes you better in the flesh but your spirit man it hasn't gotten ventilation yet so after crying i prefer to cry in the presence of god now after because i have to take it to him now after crying which i would advise take it to god and do your crying there because really and truly the man you're going to cry to has his own issues as well he may console you for that moment but he moves on to other things so it's better you cry to jesus and just pour out your heart to him it's a good place to cry crying is not bad but just know where and when to cry <laughs> amen okay that sounds funny but okay so moving on so you you pour out your heart to jesus and you will need to make a request because he says come boldly to the throne of grace now this throne of grace that's the throne of god come there where jesus is seated he is our high priest he he sits every day making intercession for you and i before the father now the bible says because of jesus we can come boldly to god's throne amen and present our cases and and come in and fellowship and wine and dine with him and receive from him now it says come boldly to that throne it says and obtain mercy now the mercy of god is the reason why you and i have grace in the first place because if god had not chosen to show us mercy we wouldn't have even had grace we wouldn't have had uh, jesus come to save us all that means would have been eternally condemned but god out of his mercy found a solution you know brought out a solution himself he's sovereign so that you and i can get saved so out of the mercy of god grace came amen so the bible is saying come boldly you will come but why will you come boldly because you have jesus who is your high priest he's gone ahead of you amen so he's gone ahead of you he's he's opened the door he's torn down the veil praise god and so you have access to the holy of holies where the lord god almighty resides <laughs> hallelujah so he says come boldly there because i have given you that access anytime any day wherever you are come boldly amen there's no condemnation no restriction nothing the veil is torn so he says come boldly and obtain mercy so you you come there what you touch is the mercy of god you see from that mercy you can begin to access the various things that are contained in it hallelujah 
Say because if the Lord chooses, you see, He says He will show compassion to whomever He chooses. He's God. Hallelujah. But thank God that for Jesus, the Lord can, the Lord has chosen to show you and I compassion. The Lord has chosen to favor you and I. Because of Jesus, we know that we are the favored ones. Because of Jesus, we know that we cannot, um, we can't be in the boat of those whom the Lord will say, I won't show compassion to. We, we, we won't be there because we are in Jesus. Hallelujah. So when God sees us, who he sees is, is Jesus, the high priest who ministers for us. So he says, come boldly, obtain mercy. And he says, he didn't stop there. He says, when you obtain that mercy in the presence of God, when you access that mercy, because it's available, he says, just receive it. He says, come. Another translation says to receive. He says, when you receive that mercy, and he says, find grace, find charis, find grace to help you in the time of need you see you will have to find it you will have to go to God to ask for it it won't drop on your lap just because Jesus died for you no so just because Jesus died for you it is available to you but it won't drop on it except you ask for it seek and you will find knock and it will be open ask and you will receive. Now, you need to first understand that the situation you're in, you don't have all that it takes to handle it. And so you will need to come to your creator, the one who owns you, the one who made you, and the one who knows how you can come out of it. Your pastor is not all-knowing. Your bishop is not all-knowing. Your reverend is not all-knowing. Your brothers and sisters are not all-knowing. And your money certainly cannot do all things. Amen. So you will need to come to the Father. You see, that's the thing. God loves us to depend on Him. The day you realize this, it will be easier for you. He's not a Father who says, now you have grown, you can go and do things yourself. No. He's a Father who says, you know what? I teach you things, I groom you, but you still depend on me. Because I am your life, I'm your source. You see, Jesus made it without God, there's nothing. Look, He's the source of all life. He's the God of all flesh. He's the Father of spirits. And to Him, every flesh will bow. So, why, where else do you want to find the solution apart from God? You see, if you go to the wrong places to get solution, or if you follow your own wisdom, you might find a solution that looks like the real thing, but there are consequences. And some of these things to undo them might take you years. So it will be better for you to stay on the word, stay on the right path so that you will get the right solution and get the right results and have peace. You don't need to start undoing anything again because you start process of undoing Sometimes it takes a lifetime to undo things. You really, truly, something that took you five minutes to make that decision can take you 10 years to undo it. It's that hard. Now, now wisdom, which is not in the world, would tell you to follow God. Now, God is the one who is all wisdom. Bible talks about in Isaiah 1, Isaiah 11 verse, you know, from 1 to I think verse 3, you know, it talks about the seven dimensions of the spirit of God. And he says he is also the spirit of wisdom and of might. 
is, is, a, is, a, is a spirit of wisdom and understanding, of counsel and might, of knowledge and of the fear of the living God. He is a, he is a spirit of God. All in one. So why won't you go to God? He's the one who has the grace. He says, it is what he's telling you when you are in that situation. He says, come to me. Receive the mercy that I give so that you can find the grace that you need at that time. Meaning when you're in this tight situation, when you go to God in prayer, God is bound by his word to give you the grace that you need to overcome that situation. That's what the Bible is saying. Hallelujah. So when you get into any situation, don't, don't think too far. Don't get too scared. Don't, don't begin to think all sorts of things. No, think one thing. I have the solution provider. There's one place I know I can find what I need to overcome this. And that's on my knees before Jesus. The one who is grace. He says, come to me boldly, receive my mercy and find the grace that you need from me to overcome this. It says we are more than conquerors. Hallelujah. We, we are overcomers. He said that already, but he said the, the journey to being an overcomer, he didn't tell you that part. But he's giving you the last part already. And now he's coming here and saying, you know what? Part of the journey to that is you coming to me and finding the grace that you need so that you can stand as the overcomer that I've said you are. So don't be foolish and run away from me when things are tight. And run away and run to the wrong places when things are tight. You, your result you will get will not be my result. And if it's not my result, it means that that thing you're doing, you will run it by your own blood. And guess what? You're not eternal. That blood will run out one day. You will, you will you'll be tired. You'll be wearied one day. And you will not be able to carry it on. Hallelujah. The yoke of God is easy. The yoke of Jesus is easy, he says. Hallelujah. So learn to go to God whenever it is that you're in any form of crisis. There's a grace you need for that crisis. Is it your health? Is it finding children? Is it paying your rent? Is it paying your school fees? Is it, is it sustaining your family? Is it getting a job? Is it winning that contract? There's a grace. And all these graces are all different. The grace you need for childbearing is different from that one for getting the contract. Hallelujah. And only the Savior, only Jesus Christ can tell you what to do. Some people think that once you enter into a situation, you just go and fast 50 days, fast 120, um, then and you say, go pray and fasting. Look, it's, that's not it. That's not it. Going to God and finding the grace, all the Lord might just tell you to do is just, you know what, go and worship. Hallelujah. <laughs> or he could just give you a scripture, meditate on this scripture, boom, and wisdom comes. So you find out that your 150 days of fasting didn't even do you any good. You just went fasted long and because you didn't seek from the one who is grace. You didn't go to ask him. You, you decided what to do yourself. Hallelujah. There's a grace. Hallelujah. And where that grace is, is with Christ Jesus. Go to him now and find what you need. It's available. That situation is not bigger than you. It is lower than you are. It's not even anywhere near who you are. God has released that grace. Go to him today and ask him for it. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for joining. And Holy Spirit, I ask that if there be anyone here who is in a tight situation, as they come to you today and pray, confirm this word, Lord Jesus. Confirm it because you are the one who gave the word, gave the scriptures. 
And so Holy Spirit, for anyone who comes to you today and, and is asking for grace that they, they need, they require in that time of need, Father, I ask that you release it unto them in the name of Jesus, that they may testify and say, indeed, the word of the Lord is truth. And this truth has worked for me. And as it has worked for me, it can also work for you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Thank you for joining. I'll see you next week. Bye.